Broad Ideas is supported by Magic Spoon. Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but as I got older, I had to watch out for sugar and empty carbs. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but high protein and less sugar. The variety pack is four flavors. They're cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. Only 140 calories a serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. I love the nostalgia of the flavors of Magic Spoon. My favorite is the frosted because as a kid, I loved it so much, but now I can feel good about eating it. Go to magicspoon.com slash ideas to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code ideas at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of high protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash ideas and use the code ideas to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to Broad Ideas. <laughs> uh, welcome. Welcome to Broad Ideas. Welcome. You guys, I was freaking out when I found out who we were interviewing today, and Olivia and I share this. Yes. I grew up idolizing, okay? Tiffany Thiessen. She was Kelly Kapowski to us, obviously, when we were growing up. and She still is to me. She still will always be in my heart. But honestly, I was so excited. I mean, Saved by the Bell, 90210. Come on. Growing up with that? I, icon. Icon. Like, just obsessed. I mean. And we got to talk to her. And I have to tell you, I'm even more obsessed. She's also a cookbook author. I have her first cookbook pull up a chair and then her new one coming out here we go again which is recipes and inspiration to level up your leftovers any parent actually anyone can appreciate that but i totally appreciate it because we have so many leftovers in our fridge at all times so let's get to it and let's talk to tiffany sometimes when the about dogs and kids and things we'll talk about chicks and tampon strings we'll talk about boys that make you cry we'll talk about death because people die hi hi oh my goodness it is so nice to meet you so <laughs> nice to meet you this is my best friend olivia over there hi olivia hi <laughs> nice to meet you Nice to meet you, too. We were talking about how, oh, God, you were my idol. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute. No. Oh, it's <laughs> no, it's us. the truth. A hundred percent. As kids, I mean, I looked up to you so much and, like, just you were everything. Oh, my gosh. You guys are making me blush. Oh, gosh. Num very number sweet. one. <laughs> like, wanted uh, to be you, dress like you, hair like you, all of it. 
<laughs> well, isn't it kind of crazy that all that stuff is coming full circle yet again? Because I have a teenage daughter who completely dresses like that, like I used to back in the day. Right? It's, oh my god! It, it's very freaky. It's very weird. The big baggy jeans, the crop tops, like the whole '90s thing. It's it's kind of it's nuts. Back. It's fully back. How old's your daughter? So she just turned 13. I have a 13-year-old and an 8-year-old. Oh, so my daughter's 8, and she's already crop top, biker shorts, the whole thing, and she's 8. I'll tell you, the (laughs) difference, Rachel, between having a female and a male is literally how fast it goes with a female, and it's much slower with a male. (laughs) Really? Oh, completely. Huh. Olivia, you have two boys, don't you? Two boys, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, the girls. I, I can't say one's easier than the other because they're just so different, you know, being that I have one of each. They're really vastly different in many <laughs> different ways. But I will say when it comes to sort of that, I don't want to say maturity, but just wanting to go fast, the girls are just like, get me to, I want to be 19 right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I kind of, I don't yeah. know, do you, you probably remember that as a, as a teenager. <laughs> I mean, I remember that. Yeah. Oh. So I feel like that's very normal, but man, being a parent of one is like, <laughs> I hug my mother all the time and I tell her I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so crazy because we're put in this position now, you know, and we're doing what they did. And you grew up in Southern California, I too. I did, yeah. So did we. So it's kind of like the same yeah. thing mm-hmm. and going through it. And you grow up and I remember being in sixth grade, 11, like, you know, with my scrunchie on my wrist and just wanting mm-hmm. to be like at the mall and like the boys and everything. You're yeah. like, and now my daughter's eight, and I'm like, no, no, when you're like 25, like, let's just, let's like hold off. But I know that's not realistic, and it's It's not realistic, but it is definitely <laughs> very, very uh, scary at times, and, and definitely uh, makes me think of my own, like, teenage years and just be like, okay, take a breath. It's going to be okay. <laughs> She's going to make right choices, right, if as long as you guide them. Yeah. Oh, my God. But Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I remember when I was 10, I grew up in Santa Barbara at the beach and then moved to Los Angeles. And I remember my dad was like, do you want to go to the beach? And I said, dad, I don't go to the beach anymore. I go to the mall. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when it all turned. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Seriously. That's funny, the mall, I know. And all those movies about the mall, remember? Oh my like, God. Yes. Tons of them. Tons. And my favorite game Tons. was called Mall Madness. Do you guys remember this board game? No. What's oh that? my God. No. It was literally a board game about going to the mall and shopping. And it was So what? you would take your little figures and like go around and try to like shop at the different stores oh, around the board game? A hundred percent. And they were like 3D. Like it was like, you know, really, they really yeah. put a lot of effort into this like game. And it was so much fun. And that just, just speaks volumes to who I am as a person. But <laughs> it was like my favorite game. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so, you know, just being a parent and just dealing with all of it and not only that, but juggling such a successful, phenomenally ex- successful career in multiple areas that you've done, Tiffany, which is just so incredible. Well, honey, as you get older, and, <laughs> and I know I'm I'm a lot older than you girls, but as you're you not, get older, not. you will understand <laughs> that you have to almost reinvent yourself, right? Constantly. Uh-huh. I feel like I was always doing that since I was in my 30s. And I'm going to be 50. <laughs> So, so I'm to say that awesome you um, 
But, you know, just trying to find passions that I love, of course, and trying to make some sort of career out of it. But, you know, just trying to kind of reinvent and do things, of course, that I love doing. And and that's why I kind of pivoted a little bit into sort of a second kind of career into food, because I just I love food. I love cooking. I love entertaining. I love having people enjoy my food and having people around me, whether it's my family or my friends or, you know, Back in the day before I had a husband, you know, I was like, I would cook and, you know, try to find the right man you know, for my food, you know? <laughs> oh, totally. Yes. I That's can like relate Rachel. to that. Yeah. The way to a man's heart, right? And st- through That's his stomach. That's what my mother used to always say. <laughs> so yeah, were you always cooking? Was that a passion of yours growing up or when yeah. did that? Yeah. I think it, it was. I mean, it maybe not a personal passion um, when I was little, but it was definitely something I enjoyed doing with the women in my family. So mm-hmm. it was between my mother, my aunt, my grandmother, they were always in the kitchen and I kind of just wanted to be with them. Mm-hmm. So it just felt normal to be in the kitchen with them, cooking alongside them, um, whether it was, you know, a special event or a holiday or just a random Tuesday, you know? So yeah. Um, I think my love of food started there because I just wanted to be with them. And then oh. I really appreciated sort of the creativity that food kind of brings in a whole different way since we are all in the creative space. And so as I got older, it was really like sort of like traveling a lot when I was doing those TV shows that were all over, you know, in different countries and really kind of loving on, you know, going to different countries and understanding different cultures and different food and And then, you know, really sort of becoming, you know, obsessed with like wanting to cook good food for my family and, you know, things like that. So it's definitely evolved, but I've always loved it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're so my sister-in-law gifted me your first cookbook, Pull Up a Chair, and we love it. So your sour cream mashed potatoes have become a staple at our Thanksgiving dinner. It's been a a staple in our family since I was little. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. So a lot of it is like family recipes and things yeah. like that you've incorporated. The first, so the first book definitely was a lot of family recipes that I sort of either modernized or kind of, you know, turned on its head just a little bit. But between the sour cream mashed potatoes to my mom's cheesecake, you know, uh, cream mm. cheese pie, which is, you know, to die for. And my kids still to this day, they don't want cake. They want cream cheese pie for their birthdays. Um, oh my gosh. You know, definitely a lot of those favorites are in that book. Um, but just a lot of, you know, sort of family meals that I've started doing, you know, since I have started a family so many years ago. So yeah. Yeah. yeah which is also, I mean, you have been married, you, you just celebrated, was it 18? I was looking on your. Can you is that right? That? Oh, yes. It's my crazy. Crazy. That's a long time. 18 years. I mean, that's yeah. a whole childhood, right? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. That's a whole 18 year old. About that. Yeah, it's really crazy. I mean, I'm very fortunate to have found someone uh, similar and who makes me laugh still and, um, you know, who's just a really great, great dad and and uh, a great husband. And we have a lot of fun together. So, yeah. That is so wonderful. What yeah. a beautiful life you've created. And uh, I'm well, I'm lucky. I'm very lucky. Um, yeah. And I just, you know, like you said, like pivoting into this space, which I am envious because I have always wanted, like, I'm like, if I could just, you know, a cooking series or whatever. Like it just sounds yeah. so fun. Do you do you love to cook? Do you love to cook? I do. I do. I yeah. love to cook. It's yeah. the same thing. Like growing up, my, my yeah. mom's side's Italian. My dad's side's Jewish. You know, there's a lot of food, a lot of so cooking. So you've got lots of good food lots on both sides. Of, yeah, a lot of yes. love there uh, <laughs> for sure. But what I love is with this new cookbook you have coming out, yeah. it's yeah. focused on leftovers, yes. which is, I mean, 
Massive. Yes. So I'll, I'll kind of give you a tidbit of how the idea came. Please. Is, so there was two two sort of ideas how it came about. So I wanted to, of course, to do a second cookbook. And it was during COVID. And, you know, we were literally at home so much and going to the grocery store a lot less. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I always used to remember my parents telling me and my mom really showing me how you can really stretch your food. I didn't come from a lot of money. So my dad worked two jobs, wanted my mom to stay home to take care of us and and raise us. And so she was always taking the chicken from Monday and making it into something on Tuesday, you know, that kind of thing. And so that was always kind of instilled in me. And so when COVID happened, you know, we weren't going to the grocery store as much. We weren't trying to get, you know, everybody was like afraid of going to the grocery store, right? So I was kind of forced into doing that a lot more. And it really got me thinking like, you know, this is how we really should be cooking more often. It's better for our environment. It teaches our kids not to waste, you know. And so I was like, there's a cookbook in here. I know there's a cookbook in here. And so that's kind of how it started, um, really just trying to teach my kids. And then really my husband, who hates leftovers, that's what's so funny, <laughs> of literally tricking him into eating things they had no idea they were made from something else earlier in the week. <laughs> yeah, I think that is... I love, I mean, just alone the lesson, you know, that's there for the kids and and, yeah. and just showing them, yes. you know, how not to waste and repurpose and all of yeah, that. Yeah, of it, it course. Is. Well, I think a lot of people, too, don't realize that it's one of the things that's impacting our climate change so much. Like 40% of food is literally wasted most of the time from farm to table. Oh. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy to think, right? Yeah. 40%. Yeah. I was telling my kids, I was like, that's like mommy going to the grocery store, right, with five bags and dropping two of them and just throwing them in the trash. (gasps) It's nuts. It's It's nuts nuts to think about that. Yeah. I do have a question. I I mean, I have a million questions on this because leftovers, I don't love leftovers. Yeah, you're like my husband. Yeah. Yeah. And my husband will let things go for like six days. And he'll be well, like, you have it's... to be careful about the timing of it all. You know what I mean? Like you definitely do. I don't want people going and getting sick now. No, it's it's definitely with meat and stuff like that, you have to be very careful. But it's really kind of changing the way you look at things in your fridge or even in your pantry. I'm not even thinking like, it doesn't have to be leftover something from a restaurant. Like I'm talking about that little bit of cereal that, oh, you can't have a whole entire bowl of cereal let me show you how you can make something else out of it for your kids. Does that make sense? Or mm-hmm. yeah. you know, a little bit of that buttermilk that you had gotten buttermilk for a recipe and you can't finish it. Everybody Always. has that story, I feel Always. Like. Well, I'm going to show you other things you can do with that buttermilk so you're not wasting it. It's stuff like that. You know, it's really kind of just retraining our brain to think outside the box of the norm that we look at when we open our fridge or our pantry. Are you really organized? I'm kind of crazy type A, yes. Okay. <laughs> Because I think that helps. And I'm, I'm sort of proud of it, but kind of annoys my husband sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to this, I feel like it helps because then you can see. For me, if I can't see it, yeah, I'm not going to use it. I feel like that about my closet, right? Right. If I don't mm. see it, I'm not going to wear it. Yeah, it's the same thing. I feel I, I take that same analogy with everything, truly. Like with books, with, you know, the kids' toys, I try to do that. Not that it always stays that way most of the time. <laughs> yeah. um, but they're, if they're not going to see it in the toy bin, they're never going to play with it because it's at the bottom. So it's right. sort of the same idea. Yes, I try to be really good about cleaning out and seeing like, oh, this is going to expire soon. I should do something with it. Or there's a little bit of this left. Let me grab this out and make something really quick, you know? And most of the time, 
it really is kind of reinventing sort of the the daily meals that I'm giving my kids because they aren't getting the same thing over and over and over again, you know, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it's amazing. You're so cute. How long have you guys been friends? Oh, my goodness. Long time. Yeah, we're approaching 30. Something yeah. crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You babies pretty much then. That's amazing. Yeah, That's pretty so much. Yeah. Growing up together. Yeah. I'm sure do you have some like same friends you grew up with because you're still... Yeah, I mean, I do. Yeah, I have my oldest friend who sadly doesn't live in LA anymore. But um, but yeah, I mean, I have, you know, past actors that I, you know, that right. I worked with that are like brothers and sisters to me, for Aww. sure. You yeah. know, it's crazy. You yeah. know, when you're working on a set like that, you you get real close real fast. Oh, yeah, it's family. I mean, because you see each mm-hmm. other at every state, every, every hour. Every day. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> Every <sure>. meal. <laughs> every meal. Yes. School hours. Yeah. All of it, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh, exactly. Yeah, I, I you know, and I, I love the variety aspect behind the mentality with, like, reinventing and everything. Mm-hmm. I find feeding kids, like, my daughter's pretty good, you know? Yeah, like, some she's kids really good. Some kids won't eat anything, anything that looks mm-hmm. different or whatever. So I think, you know, finding ways to repurpose something and kind of show it in a different light mm-hmm. is smart because then maybe yeah. they'll, you know, expand their palate and whatnot because... Which is what we always try to do, yeah. Right. It doesn't always work. No. Of course, but... Right. Um, I do think that has a lot to do with personality, but also age too, because I know my daughter was much more picky when she was younger and she's, mm. as she's gotten older, she's definitely more mature about opening up her palate and wanting to try some things, you know? Yeah. So my son was a little bit better, um, but then has his things that he says he does not like. And I'm like, but let me just try it this way. (laughs) Sometimes he'll do it. Sometimes he won't. But yeah. yeah. And do your kids have any allergies or anything like that? Do you have to follow anything? Luckily, no. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, no. Yeah. I know that would, I know I have so many friends who have allergies, um, but no, we we do not. Right. Yeah. You guys do? Do you guys' uh, kids have allergies? My son does. Yeah. yeah. Is it a big one? Dairy and yeah. gluten. Okay. Yeah, those yeah, are two big fun. ones. I mean, luckily two big ones. we are living in a time where there's so much, yeah. so many more options than there were when I was a kid. Yeah. I find, I feel like there's more allergies now than when I was a kid. Like, I yeah, I feel like it's there is. so, I, I don't know what it is. And I know there's all the debates on like what is, yeah, there's different it. ideas about it. Yeah. Environmental or what? Yeah. It's hard to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I think? What? I feel like, so my one son has this thing called eosinophilic esophagitis. where Say that <laughs> 10 times. Yeah. Exactly. And when he says wow. it, I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> but basically, the esophagus um, swells it's with sl- allergies. Oh, yeah, it's uh-huh. like a whole thing. I just found out that it's associated with mold toxicity. What? And so I'm going, wait a minute here, because... There's so many different little things that I think people live with and Mm -hmm. just get used to, like allergies and this and that, headaches or fatigue or any of these things. And recently, I've been going down a little bit of a hole on the mold toxicity and going, oh my God, there could be a reason for all these allergies. Have you gotten your house tested? No, I just Mm -hmm. um, found out that it's associated the other day. That's crazy. That is. Have you ever had to deal with 
any mold or anything well, like that? I do remember we so when we bought our house many, many, many moons ago, we've been here for almost 20 years. It's a very old house. It was built in like 1923. So it's old. And so right. I remember when we first got the house, we had all that stuff done. And mm-hmm. I think it's because it's an old house that they wanted to make sure it was part of like the escrow protocol of like going through and making sure. And there was mold, I remember, in the bathroom. And we were going to remodel it anyways. So that was good to know it was just kind of in the bathroom because generally it's more moist in there and all that kind of stuff. You guys don't have a problem with the word moist, right? No, um, I know. That's so <laughs> funny. People do. So many people do. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, but so I had to deal with it a little bit, you know, because they did say it's it's extremely um, dangerous and depending on what kind of mold it is too. So there are people out there that come and do those testing. So yeah. Yeah. I would, I mean, it's not going to hurt to know, right? Yeah, no, we're going to do it. And yeah. do you guys live a really healthy, balanced lifestyle? Like, do you try and make sure that you're hitting a certain amount of greens or nutrients mm-hmm. and vegetables? Because that's hard with kids. Mm-hmm. It is really hard. It's hard. It's my daughter, like I said, is much better with it now that she gets, you know, how she's gotten older and and making sure that she's, you know, getting the vegetables. My son's not a big vegetable guy. Mm. So I do have to sneak in the veggies sometimes in the smoothies. He loves seaweed, so I feel like he's getting some good greens there, um, thankfully. Um, but he's a little trickier with with the veggies. He loves fruit. Every fruit he will take down like it's nothing, but vegetables are a little bit harder. So Yeah. Yeah. Have you found do you have any like go-tos that you do to sneak in? I know people are like, oh, spinach and brownies and like things yeah. like that. Like you can't I mean spinach is spinach is a great one to hide because it doesn't have a a really distinct taste, you know, and you can hide it very, very easily. Um, but um I do smoothies, especially when it's hot out. Smoothies are great yeah. for after school and I add all that kind of either whether it's kale or spinach or even cauliflower, which is really great and easy one to put in because it's again easily hideable with other right. berries and things like that. Um, but he's good. He knows like if he can at least have some seaweed or something like that's the one thing he likes to eat. I'm like, at least he's getting some grains there and those are good for him. Yeah. So we try. All we can do is try, right? Broad Ideas is supported by Spider Grip. Oh no, did you drop your phone again? You need to get a spider grip, okay? Spider grip keeps your phone in your hand where it belongs. It's the phone grip that won't slip. Spider grip props up as a stand, rotates 360 degrees, and lays flat, locked in place, easily fitting into your pockets or purse. Spider grip is comfortable, durable, and functional and appeals to anyone who has a phone. As unique and as exciting as Spider Grip is, their team is as well. Co-founded and invented by recording artist and entrepreneur David Britt, Spider Grip is also co-founded and co-owned by actress and producer Kate Bosworth, along with Mr. Worldwide himself, Grammy-winning artist Pitbull. Spider Grip is the best grip around and made right here in the USA. Get yours today at spidergrip.com. That's S-P-I-I-D-E-R-G-R-I-I-P.com. That's two eyes in spider and two eyes in grip. Use discount code IDEAS at checkout and receive 30% off and free shipping. Grip the freedom! This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Now get 20% off every IQ Bar product plus free shipping when you text IDEAS to 64000. I have been trying to eat healthier and a healthy protein bar that makes you feel great and tastes amazing is now here with IQ Bar. 
It is packed with plant protein, brain nutrients, and fiber, and there's next to no sugar or net carbs in the bar. It is super diet-friendly with no weird ingredients. Doesn't matter if you're keto, vegan, paleo, or gluten, soy, GMO-free. IQ Bar is perfect. It's a delicious fit. Now, get 20% off all IQ Bar products, plus get free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text IDEAS to 64000. Get your discount text IDEAS to 64000. That's IDEAS to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. How do you do, because when I hear all of this and I know your cookbooks and all of it, I'm like, how do you have time, one? Mm. And how do you have the, to me, it takes an incredible amount of patience and focus to be that dedicated instead of just like whipping something up and mm-hmm. handing it to them. Okay. Um, so yeah, here's so the I'd thing. like yeah. to hear here's it. Here's the thing. <laughs> I enjoy cooking and I think that's why right? Not everybody enjoys cooking. I actually really enjoy it. It's relaxful to me. I like when my kids come in and help with me. It's time that I get to spend with them, not that they always do it. Um, But then there's days where I can't. And guess what? We order takeout and it's totally okay. Mm -hmm. And I make sure that it's okay. You know what I mean? Like it's not always seven days a week I'm cooking three meals a day. I promise you it's nothing like that at all. Um, But I do enjoy cooking and I enjoy spending time in the kitchen. And so I try to meal prep as much as possible. I try to, um, if I get, you know, again, not meal prep in the sense of like prepping the food. Like I don't have time for that. No, I don't do like all the cutting on Sunday (laughs) and put them in little compartments. No, no, that is not me. That is not, no, I don't go that far. I don't have time. Weekends are crazy with kids, you know? So it is more of figuring out what I'm probably going to make for the week and shopping. So everything's there and ready to go. Mm. And I usually try to do sometimes if I'm not shooting, working, I mean, no one's shooting now. So uh, (laughs) working um, that uh, I can prep during the day sometimes, you know, and again, I do have help, you know, like I have help. (laughs) Thank God I have an assistant who can go out and help me grocery shop if I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I have a husband who's also very, very helpful around the house. And so I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, right. And so it, it's, you know, I, I want to make sure that I'm not putting out there like, you know, I do it all. No, I have help. Right. Good. Yeah. yeah we all I need like help that. and that's okay. Absolutely. And I love like the, that you're saying, you know, the pressure of like, oh, home cooked meals. And, and you're like, no, sometimes you got to do takeout. Like, oh, and gosh, it, yes. you know, like it's totally fine. And like, okay, we're going to go yes. through McDonald's. We ordered, I was like, I usually make tacos on it or, you know, some sort of Mexican food on Tuesdays. And guess what? Mommy was tired. Yeah. It was freaking hot. I did not want to put the stove on or the oven. And we ordered takeout. Right. It was Takaya night. <laughs> right. You know I, mean? I love like, Takaya. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, but it's, it's always comforting to hear. It's like you don't, no one has it all, no, you know, no, dialed in of and course figured not. out. I mean, you <laughs> definitely do. What? what? I want to know your favorite restaurants. <laughs> you want to know my favorite restaurants? Yeah. So like family restaurants or like all my of them. personal favorite restaurants? <sighs> all, I, I want a little bit of everything. Okay. So the takeout or generally the places we go as a family, Tokai is definitely one. Roberta's is another one now that we're all in the Valley. I think you guys are, are you guys in the Valley? Yep. Too? Grew up in the Valley. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what else What's do we go? Roberta's? Sushi. My kids love sushi. So mm. we do a lot of like katsuya and, you know, um, sugarfish and stuff like that. Um, and then personal favorites. Um, Petit Trois mm. is a mm-hmm. favorite of mine. Um, Salty Girl is a favorite of mine because I love seafood and I love uh, 
I love that place. Um, what's another one? Um, I'm always at Sweet Greens if I'm not making my own salad. Mm. Um, what's some other ones? Uh, I mean, those are like staples. Yeah. Acai bowls. My, my yeah. kids love acai bowls too. So we do that, you know, sometimes, especially during the summer and it's so yeah. hot. Yeah. Do you ever make yeah. your own? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But again, there's just something sometimes about just ordering it from that really great place down the street. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> I know. know. I know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. My daughter is obsessed with them. So, you know, yeah. sometimes. But but what I find the hardest is like during the school year, this is yeah. the biggest challenge for me. It's like Okay, tell me. Breakfast in the morning, like figuring uh-huh. that out timing wise. What are they gonna eat? They want variety, you know, like yeah, cereal, of course. You can always throw cereal at them. But yeah, you know, and then it's like dinner and packing their lunches and like uh-huh. do you have a system? Ooh, well, so it's it's interesting. So I generally go to the gym very early in the morning. So I get up even earlier. Wow. To make coffee for my husband because <laughs> that's just his thing. He loves it. And I of course love it too. So and then I generally give them options, whether it's like breakfast is ready, eggs, toast, avocado toast, fruit, oatmeal, um, or there's days where I want my extra 30 minutes. And so they're just going to have cereal, you know right. what I mean? Or granola right. or something like that. So that's generally kind of the mornings yeah. um, because then I'll come back and either pick them up right when I finish at the gym and pick them up and take them to school or my husband will, will take it on. Um, and lunch-wise, I gave myself some grace because dinners were so much more important to me than lunches. We opted to do hot lunch at school. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. No, it's great. I took that off my shoulders. I was like, you know what? I have two kids and packing two lunches after trying to, it was more important for me to go to the gym and feel good about myself in the morning and be able to do that. And they can have a great organic hot lunch at school. And then they will have a home cooked meal usually during the week at home Yeah, for dinner. But I think that's also a beautiful thing because you're also doing something for yourself and you're still, you for know, sure. finding the time it's to put yourself. showing my kids that my, you know, like my health is important to me, you know? So, right. yeah, absolutely. Right. That's generally like our normal during the week sort of, you know, schedule. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's really good. I know my daughter gets like twice a week she has hot lunch at school. Yeah. And, you know, you just, yeah. you make it all work. It's just. You do. You know, she's going to camp now and I'm like getting back, you know, you get back into the rhythm of like, yeah. okay, oh, get her up and break. And yep. you're just like, oh, yep. I, I has do. she done sleepaway camp yet? Has no. that happened yet? No. Has, have yours? Oh, yeah. My, yeah. my, my teenage daughter. This was her second year. At, no, third year at sleepaway camp. She started at 10. Oh, wow. And, and uh, loves talk it. about growing. Loves it. Loves it. Um, she's, she's very much that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you ship them off and then, and she was only gone for one or two weeks and then they come back, it, you see a huge growth. It's scary. Wow. It's wow. really kind of crazy. In a really neat way, you know, yeah. I've, I've, I've embraced it a lot more after, you know, the last couple of years. Um, but it's interesting. It's really interesting to kind of like, you know, push them out there a little bit and have yeah. them come back and, and feel a little, a little bit older, a little more mature. You right. Know? You're just giving them that independence. And yeah. 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 It's cool. It's really cool. That is cool. Yeah. I want to go myself. <laughs> I mean, I want to go to sleepaway camp. Don't you? Well, these places are amazing. I mean, I, I'm looking at these pictures that get sent, you know, every night what your kid's doing and they've mm-hmm. got these rope courses and they're paddling on these lakes and motocross and I'm like come on oh my you know again like I didn't I you know we <gasps> no. didn't have the money my, my parents did not have the money to send me to those places at all it was 
we we went to our little family dinky little cabin in the sequoias and that's where we would go for the summer you know and that was it it was like a public pool and that was all and fishing down at the stream and that was it you know oh. um but <laughs> that uh, too yeah, sounds I fun though i want to go to those places those places look incredible I think we should. I think I personally think we should design an adult one. That's all I'm I say. agree. I'm Don't serious. I do like with like a little wellness camp. So it's yeah. like you get a good breakfast, then you go out there and do some sort of adventure yep. that's like fun and out of your comfort zone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want to throw water with options with options. Yeah, yeah. You know? right. Yeah. <laughs> And some yeah. of these options, I do really want them to be the ones that my daughter's doing. Like, I want to go on a motorcycle, on a motocross. I, what That's do you what I'm saying? That blew my mind. Like little, like little motorbikes. Full <laughs> helmet with the pads and all that. She looked like a badass. That's amazing. <laughs> that is so, so rad. So cool. It was so rad. Oh, you my know? God. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. We, we all need that. I know. We need to come up with that. I think I think someone needs to invent that if we're not going to. So Let's do it. Let's do it. Um do you marvel? I do this every day. I look at my kids and I go, you guys got the life, oh. man. Because I did not grow up the way my kids are growing Mm-mm. up. Yeah. And I just feel like when you look at your children, do you take that moment to to take it in what you've accomplished and what you've done and what you're giving them? Yes, I think I I think I do. Like I and I also try to every now and then get them to understand that, which Sometimes I feel like they do and sometimes they don't, you mm. know? But I'm sure our parents probably said the exact same thing, right? Right. I mean, that's just kind of how our society is evolving and, and things are getting much more modernized. Uh, it's kind of incredible. It Scary, is. Scary, but saw, incredible. Yeah, I saw a meme that was like, put your kids in like 1984 or 87 and just leave them there and see how long they last. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Right? Because, yep. like, you didn't have oh, to tell man. you. There are little tiny phones that they can put in their backpack. That's not the phone I had. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or anything. Uh-uh. Any access like that. Like, constant contact. Like, everything. And if you just think about it. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, what were we doing? And and I love that they're having, you know, camp and whatever. And they get these experiences and you're providing it for them. But that's not mm-hmm. the norm. Like, because yeah. like the society, but I was laughing. Yeah. So I was like, I want to yeah, go back there. Funny. <laughs> oh, I would go back. I would. There's there's a couple a couple years I'd go back and redo again. Not in a bad like, not to redo it because I want to change things, but right. just to like relive it for, for sure. For fun, right? Yeah. 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 Definitely. I mean, I think like, I think my late teens I would love to do again, like just after getting a car and, you know, having that sort of freedom. That was fun. Yeah. So you know? for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And like 25 was kind of fun. And... <laughs> I love yeah, the years. Anyways. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the other day, I told my husband, I was like, do you remember when you'd have a question and you couldn't get the answer? Right. Like, in, like you couldn't Google everything, one. Nope. Or let's say you wanted someone to call you. Mm-hmm. You'd have to wait until you got home mm-hmm. to see if they left a message on the answering machine. And then mm-hmm. you'd check the machine and there'd be no messages and you'd get to wonder, well, did they call and just not leave a message? Mm-hmm. Was there a busy or, signal? Had, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. there was there was questions. Yeah. We didn't get answered. No. And, and these that was kids, patience, right? Right. Which sadly, kids don't have, I feel, as much because they don't have to. 
No. Right? They can mm-hmm. get those answers right away. They can get those connections to the people that they're needing answers to right away. It's even our pictures. Like, we don't have to remember how we used to have to wait to develop our photos. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, I know. That was crazy. <laughs> I know. And it makes me feel so old a lot of the time. And I'm like, it wasn't that long ago. You know, and you think of the 90s and you're like, no, that wasn't that long ago. Like, no. You know? Of course not. And you're like, oh, that was like 30 years ago. And you're like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, well, I know. Oh, my God. But yeah, but all of the things, you know, and I just sometimes I want to stop time. But yeah, I do, too. I know. I do, too. I know. But I would like to transport my kid back just for a day. Just would to be, be like, fun. listen, it would be so How fun. do you? It would be so. That so would be really fun. I would I love How... that. I would love to be a little fly on the wall on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I would love to know your relationship with aging because I personally feel, and Rachel and I talk about this all the time, like we feel more settled in who we are. We feel more centered. We mm-hmm. feel more confident. All the things. Yeah. Like we feel better. Yeah. Right? That's As great. we age. I think you know, the milestone of when I turned 40 was much more nerve wracking to me. I don't know why than it is for me about to turn 50. And I think (laughs) that has a lot to do with like what you're saying is being settled into um, almost being proud, right? Of like, this is who I am. I'm going to age as best as possible, take care of myself mentally and physically and tried to be a good, you know, sort of role model to my children, especially having a daughter. I feel more pressure because of that, even more so, to show that, you know, that's the most important, right? It doesn't mean that I don't look at myself and go, oh, gosh, I wish this wasn't like, you know, going downwards. And oh, my gosh, I wish, you know, like, we have our moments. But I think as an overall sense, I'm pretty proud that these lines that I've created you know, next to my eyes were because I've laughed for 50 years, you know, and, and have had some really amazing memories of, you know, some really fun stuff that have made me smile. Um, And I earned those, right? Yeah. So yes, I have my moments. But generally, I feel so much more settled, and almost kind of proud to turn 50. I don't know if I felt as much that way when I was turning 40. I feel better yeah. this time around. I don't know why. But that could be just, you know, age, right? I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. Because for me, I'm 41 and about to be 42. And I remember turning 40 does feel like, it's like almost like it's just society and everything else makes such a bigger deal, Big deal. out of 40. It's like once you're mm-hmm. 40, it's all downhill mm-hmm. from there. But I actually yeah. Yeah. think the opposite. Like I love who I am now. Yeah. But yeah. 40 just seems so daunting. And it's like, oh, once you're out of your 30s, you're not young yeah. anymore. So I can see yeah. how 40 yeah. feels so much bigger, you know, and yeah. then 50, it's like, no, you're already in the stride. And that's just yep. another, you know, mm-hmm. thing. And, mm-hmm. and I can see yeah, that. I, 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 I do feel that way. And I think, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's like, I've had my kids, I'm enjoying seeing them grow and get big and become like little people and like big people. And, you know, <laughs> like the relationship that I have with my daughter is, is so fun. Like, it really is. It's like literally a piece of your past kind of living every day right in front of you. Right. And it's kind of kind of neat and crazy and scary and all of that. But I take away more fun than anything. And so um, 
you know, she's just getting into a little bit of makeup and the beauty products <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. It's really funny because, you know, she'll see me doing my roller and all that. She's like, let me try. And I go, I go, honey, you can try. I was like, but you really don't need it right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could be spending your time doing something else if you wanted to. <laughs> I'm curious about the roller though. Like, cause I, I, you know, when everyone uses it, do you, do you believe in it? Is, is it good stuff? You know, I feel like I'm moving my skin around. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right. Who knows? I right? don't know. You know, I think my number one thing that I always see a difference is, is me drinking enough water. If I drink enough water, yeah. I feel the world of difference with my sleep, my, you know, just whether I, you know, I, I pulled out my back last December oh. during the holidays. And I'll tell you, I have never been in such a dark place. And oh. I understand people who like have chronic pain. Like, yeah, I don't wish that on anybody. And it really kind of pushed me and forced me into, you know, really trying to take care of myself better. And right. so I started actually doing the cold plunging and ice bathing constantly, which has been a huge help for me. And I, I do it almost every other day now. And I love wow. it. And I'm obsessed with it. For many reasons. That's why I think I'm much more comfortable and embracing turning 50 because I kind of turned a corner, you know, of just like really trying to take care of myself inside and out, you know? Yeah. As a yeah. whole. So all that stuff I, you know, I steam and I do, you know, I try, but I feel like, you know, the biggest thing that is the most important for me is water intake. That's amazing. And also it's the mentality. Agree. I think that what 50 looks like today is so different than what 50 used to look like. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that we have women that are, you know, starting new careers at 50 and that are doing new things and showing us that, like, this obsession with youth is, mm -hmm. like, we're all going to get old. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. It, there is a mentality and what I try and do is be like, well, how can I be the best 43 mm -hmm. instead of like, how can I look younger or yeah. hold on to that? And I would imagine for you, it would be something because I know for myself, I looked up to you as this, you know, you were like iconic Beautiful, like the most. You're so sweet. No, it's the truth. <laughs> it's true. It's the truth. And and many of us did. Absolutely. You know, all throughout your career. And there's something that I think, you know, and I think Rachel too had a bit of this uh -huh. where people kind of idolize you based on your looks and based on, you know, this personality. And is or there the this- mm -hmm. Or the character. Yeah. And- you know, I think for those of us that haven't been in the spotlight during those highlights of our youth, uh -huh. it may be almost even a little bit easier, mm. you know? Yeah, but, maybe. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the truth or yeah. not, but like, have you struggled with that? Have you struggled with letting go of these old perceptions of you and growing into a new version of yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, I think I've had moments of, 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 it's a roller coaster, right? I mean, I had moments of, you know, going from one popular show to another popular show and, and looking slightly different. And maybe, you know, um, I finally started getting curves and people were like, what's this? And, you know, and I would put on a little weight and, you know, everybody had a comment about it. And yeah, that's, a, I mean, it's a lot for a teenager and a young adult to have to hear all the time. But it was one thing that I learned a long time ago. And I think it was my mom that was texting me right now. Um, <laughs> who told me, um, that stop looking at all that stuff. 
Like, Mm -hmm. she's like, it's not worth it. You know, like, you know who you are, you know where you stand. And, and I really was really good about not, and back then it wasn't social media, but it was like websites, right? They would make comments or it was the magazines Mm -hmm. that would say, and I just stopped looking at it. And maybe that's dumb. Maybe that's kind of being in your own world, but, um, I had other, you know, co-stars that were obsessed with reading all that kind of stuff, you know? And then I had friends who were always constantly saying they were younger than who they were. What? And I right. always thought that was kind of funny to me because I said, you're 40 and you're saying you're 27. And I'm like, oh. I love you, but you don't you don't look like a great 27-year-old. Oh, my God. I'm like, wouldn't you rather be an amazing 40-year-old-looking woman? I'm like, well, right. proud. I just, I never understood that. But people would be like, I'm turning 27 again. I'm like, fuck, what? Oh, my God. That's crazy. Right. You know, so yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of funny. Like, um, again, I think as we get older, we do get a little more settled into who we are and being mm-hmm. sort of proud of um, the stuff that we've earned. You know, like, again, there's certain things about my body or my face. Yes, I would love to maybe look, you know, a little bit better, but that's okay too. You know, my stomach, I, I, I birthed two babies and, mm-hmm. and carried them for, you know, 10 months. Like, um, that's okay. My stomach doesn't look like it was when it was in my twenties and I'm okay with that. Right. You know, I really am. Yes. Like, I, yes. I'm, I'm totally, totally okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. And I don't <laughs> know if I felt like that in my 40, like in my late, you know, like late thirties, early forties after having two kids, I think I was a little more like, Ugh, you know, like, mm. Oh my gosh, this is it now. And I feel more settled into that now. Like, no, that this is it. This is okay. I go to the gym all the time. I'm healthy. You know, um, mm-hmm. I want to live a long, healthy life for my kids. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. 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 It was such a good mentality. You know, I mean, mental health just around all of it is just like acceptance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you live your life. And I think we're in and... a time right now where that's exactly it, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting mm-hmm. people talking about that more, which is which is important. Oh, it's massively important. And I'm yep. happy that like our kids and youth will have access and it's more transparent and talked mm-hmm. about. And I think it's just the most important thing. And I think the sure. best thing, like you said, you know, you stopped reading all that stuff and your mom said to do that. And that's the biggest thing. Like I always tell Olivia when we first started, she was reading like comments, you know, and yeah. she's like, oh my God, they said my voice. I'm like, listen, what I learned a long time ago, we're coming up on 20 years since I think I can't mention, but yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, and it's just like you, you can't pay attention to that noise no. because all it is is noise and it's like, it's it never going to make you feel good so why are you yeah. gonna give it any attention yeah i guess that's right? exactly right don't put the energy into it right it's not worth yeah it. it's not worth it well it's also one of the things i love to do is recognize that i am the gatekeeper of my mind mm-hmm. right? that's exactly right and so when i feel myself wanting to go and read those things then i check in with myself and ask the question what is it that's going on right now that you want to feel bad? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you're going to feel if you mm-hmm. if you look. So then I get to look at that and go, okay, what is it? Am I off? Do I want a reason to feel uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. And really being that transparent with mm-hmm. myself. And you can dig even deeper, the person who's putting that sort of negativity out there, mm-hmm. right? What's the reason why they're doing it? Mm-hmm. Right. 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 You know, and there's tons of that. 
Especially with social media today. And kids yeah. with social media. Does your daughter oh. have uh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Good. But it's a debate constantly. But she's getting better with it because she knows I'm not budging. And I'm not budging for a long time. Yeah. So That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. What age? It's, they're, they're, I talk, this is the funny thing that I say. When you can give me an article from a reputable person who says that social media is good for you, then maybe we'll talk about it. <laughs> That's so. I, that's not the first time I've heard a parent use that, and I can't remember yeah. where. But that's so smart. It's like back it up. I was like, just tell me, show me a great article from somebody reputable that says, "Hey, social media is really good for your mental health." Right. All these things. We'll talk about it. Right. We'll open it up. Smart. But that's not where we are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my daughter's like way far away, even from a phone and all that, because she's only yeah. eight. But yeah. still, it's very. You know, like the other day. Ooh. I don't know. I opened up something to show something on it, and, and, and my daughter was asking me about it, and I was like, yeah. "Oh well, it's it's for my work." You know, I was trying yeah. to put it. She's like, "Well, why am I not on it? Don't I mean something to you?" And I, we had to get into this whole conversation. And I'm like, I, I think I said something like, "Well, you know, the rules of in, like kids aren't allowed to be on it because you're a yeah. kid." Rachel, you know? yeah. so I'm like, Sarah, but if Bilson. you were. We don't lie to our children. I didn't children. lie. I didn't How lie. How many times do I have to tell you this? It wasn't a lie. There's like a protective kit that, you know, and I abide by that rule. No, it's so a there lie. is a rule, okay? Anyways, and I was just like, if I could, you would be on every single picture because you're the most important Whoa. thing to me. You know, just like Whoa. trying to, but trying to explain yeah. it is weird and hard. <laughs> yeah, it's super hard and it, it gets harder. I'm going to tell you, like middle school is yeah. tough and I'm sure you guys remember, I hated middle school. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so that's where my daughter is right now. And, you know, most of her friends have social media, most of them. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And it's hard. It's really super hard. And I just try to tell her that, you know, I'm not doing this to make her teenage years difficult. I'm truly coming from a place of wanting to make sure that she's protected and uh -huh. safe and and healthy and mentally and physically. And, yeah. and those things can't be if you're on it. You just you just don't need it, you know? And, right. And yeah. it's funny too, because I, I, you know, she just had her 13th birthday and she didn't want to party or anything. So we did like a girls weekend. Aww. It was super fun, but it was also really, it opened my mind to teenagers right now because the phone, mm. I wish I could throw it out the oh. window because it gets in the way of what I remember as a teenager. Uh-huh. The normal boredom, braiding hair, putting makeup on, trying on a bunch of clothes, conversation about boys were, you know, be my daughter doesn't have social media, so she's not on social media, but all these other girls that were with her were so infatuated with looking at stuff on social media that they weren't connecting. And it Aww. made me yeah. kind of sad. And it was a it was a conversation that we ended up having, a very deep one when we got home from that weekend and and wanting to get her to did you see that? Did you feel that? You know, mm -hmm. because I know you're not on it, but you must have noticed that it was different, you know? And did she? Yeah, it's depressing. She did. She yeah. very much did. Yeah. You know? So sometimes I try if she has playdates over, I'm just put the phone down. Give it to me. Just right. I want you guys to play and hang and talk and giggle and, you know, get creative. Like there's something there's something about boredom too. You know, my husband's an artist. And so he always says the most creative things that he's ever done was out of boredom half the time you know mm, like when he yeah. was bored that his mind started to get creative and right. we want our kids to be bored because it's important yeah, yeah. So. you're so I right. tell my son that all the time I'm like I, I'm not doing this to be mean I'm not taking away your iPad because you're not a good boy or because I'm just punishing you yeah it's because it's my job to take care of your brain mm -hmm. and it's toxic for your brain mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do want to know what your thoughts are online to your kids. 
Because she's like, because Rachel just did. Because I, yeah. I keep telling Rachel, we're, there's a way to find the truth in everything. And I like, agree with you. And I've, I've always said that too. I, um, we, we really don't. We sometimes will either just not say something, you know what I mean? Like, right, mm-hmm. if, we, if we don't feel like it's important to bring it up. And I think it's a lot of times we've had some pretty big, you know, milestones in the last couple of years of things happening. And so some pretty deep conversations, you know, especially like having, uh, you know, a teenage girl. And so we really try, especially with her, to really be direct and honest with her because she knows it's it's just uh-huh. where she is, you know. Uh-huh. My son's a little bit different, but um, and he suffers from anxiety. And so it's been an interesting couple of years of really also understanding that keeping those things actually feeds anxiety even Mm -hmm. more and Mm -hmm. so being direct in a age-appropriate way is ultimately better for him you know yeah Yeah. what is age-appropriate like my son walked in last night and I was watching something he came in my room Mm -hmm. and they said oh well we're gonna it was like a I couldn't pause it in time and she was like oh we're gonna go have sex for five minutes Mm And he goes, what are they going to go do? <laughs> and I was like, shit, now I'm being tested to not lie. Yeah. But like, we haven't had that conversation yeah. with him yet. Yeah. And it's, and how, how old, how old is he? He's seven. Okay. Yeah. He's too young. Right. Right. Yeah. He's definitely too young, but you could also kind of broach it in the way that they, you know, like, you know, people kiss and are intimate, right? I mean, he doesn't need to know the details, but mm. um, but they were having, you know, lovey time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love you, I didn't know what to do. Yet. Like, no. It's funny, it's all those conversations have been with, you know, my teenager for the last probably three years now because they start having those classes at school. Right, but right. They, but, you know, my son is in, going into second grade. It's He's got a few more years left. So. He does, I mean, He understands, sure. like, lovey-dovey and all that kind of stuff and... He's obsessed with boobs half the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But but yeah, we haven't had to have like those deep conversations yet. So Right. I mean, I had a drink at dinner last night and with Briar's grandma. We both were like, oh, we're feeling it. And my daughter was like, why are you feeling it? What does that mean? And I'm like, well, there's alcohol in it. What does that mean? And I was like... I had to try to explain it, and that yeah. was like flailing. But being honest, you know, that's not yeah. like it's, like sex is different, obviously. Oh, but it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Definitely, but I was like, definitely a little bit more. But but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. Like I I I know my husband doesn't drink, but I occasionally do. And um, but my kids, you know, like I think I remember the they had asked me that same exact question, and I'm like, well, it's kind of like sugar. Don't you feel weird mm. sometimes if you have a lot of sugar and you feel kind of like hyped up? I was like, you know, sometimes alcohol does that, you know, right. So. I know, and I didn't want it to sound too appealing. So I didn't want yeah, to be like, exactly. you definitely <laughs> have to try this. Like, as soon True. as you yeah. my <laughs> mom, My mom has the greatest story when she was, I think she was 12 years old, right? And this is, you know, way back in the day. And I think my grandmother had a cigarette from the, like, they used to smoke cigarettes at night, right? When they would go out and party or whatever. And so I guess my mother said, I want to try one of those. And my grandmother said, she goes, okay, I'll let you try one. She was 12 years old. I'll let you try one. But here's the thing. You have to smoke the whole entire thing. <gasps> oh, man. Oh. So, of course, what happened, she tries it. <laughs> she tries to smoke the entire thing, and she throws up. And yep. she's never yeah. touched a cigarette since. 
My I've grandma never a smoker, never nothing. Knew what she was. I should have had Briar chug the the cider, hard cider. There you go, Rachel. <laughs> You're like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I love that though. That's just like classic, you know. You know, it was uh, the parenting back then. <laughs> yeah, but listen, yeah, exactly. it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A couple of fun things before you go, really quickly. My my question for you is, you have to go on a cooking competition show. Yeah. I'm going to give you three. Which one do you do? Top Chef, Chopped, or Great British Baking Show? Ooh. Probably Top Chef. Ooh. Just like like that show. I love that show. Love that Mm -hmm. show. Kristen uh, is taking over for Padma as the host. Yes, I oh, saw is that. She really yes. cool. Oh, so awesome. awesome. It's a great we, one. She was on Love here. She's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. Very cool show. Yes. Yep. How fun. Very okay. cool. Yeah, I would say Top Ship only because I love that show. I'm a fan. So awesome. And then my question is I'm going to give you things that are in my fridge right now as leftovers. Okay. <laughs> and see what you would do. Go, so girl. I have a small piece of tri tip. Okay. I have. Maybe like four shrimp. Okay. Rice. Ooh, I already know it. Refried beans and corn. Surf and turf tacos, girl. Come on. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I love it. That was so easy. <laughs> yep. Yep. Here, wait. I'll show you. They're even in my book. Oh, my God. That's oh my amazing. God. I always have leftover meat, and I always have um, fish of some sort. So literally, we did surf and turf tacos. Look at that, girl. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's, that's gorgeous. Amazing. I cannot wait to get this I'm cookbook. I'm so excited. So here Seriously. we go again. Yes, I will send you guys the book. Oh, my God. I for can't sure. wait. This, Love your yep. first one. It's can't wait for this exciting. next one. Here we go again. I'm super excited. Tiffany, uh, I, I like such a, like, geeked out on meeting you because I've oh, idolized you, you for girl, oh, you so girls long. Are so cute. Thank oh my you God. so much. It was so fun chatting with you. You and just too. Getting all that energy from you guys. Uh-huh. I appreciate it. It was fun. You're so sweet. All right. Have a good rest of your week. You too. Bye. Bye. Did you guys go to sleepaway camps as kids? No. Nope. I never went to one. I went once. We've talked about this, I think. The trunk. I've told you that story, right? Where my dad swore that all kids took trunks to camp. Not bags. No, I don't think you've told the story. No. I haven't? Mm -mm. Okay. No. It's one of her go-tos at a party. That's crazy. <laughs> She's like, this one? <laughs> Let me pull it out of my pocket. This is pocket. a great story. Well, anyway, sleepaway camp. I went once. I was not a kid that slept out. Like, I was the kid that got picked up because I would cry for my mom. Like, I was not one of those kids. But one year, I did go to sleepaway camp. It was in the mountains outside of L.A. I think it was for horseback riding. And, you know, I had a good time. I remember it was funny because kids came from all over and I was like, I live in North Hollywood. And they're like, you live in Hollywood? And I was like, huh? They didn't. Anyway. So I went the first year. I was supposed to go back the next year. And my dad swore. He's like, every kid takes a trunk to camp. Like you pack all your stuff in a trunk. Not a bag. Not a duffel bag. Not a suitcase. It's true. A trunk. It's true? Yeah. You've heard this before? Yeah. Okay, my dad, I believe, is referring to, like, the 1960s, and they all took trunks. (laughs) He takes me to Target or something like that as a kid. Sure enough, for some reason, there was a huge turquoise trunk with gold hardware, and I packed everything in a trunk. And I show up in the parking lot for camp, and 
I am the only one with a trunk. Now, you wonder, transporting a trunk on an eight-year-old, not so easy. Wheels? No. Mm -mm. I had to carry, drag this enormous, I felt like Troop Beverly Hills. It was awful. This is my memory from camp. Did people comment? Yes. <laughs> like, why do you have a trunk? Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't you if you the... saw, like, a huge trunk being dragged onto, like, a school bus for camp? I feel really bad about this. Because it's embarrassing? Yeah. It's really embarrassing. Yeah, I'm like, thanks, Dad. Kids don't like to feel different, you know? That's a great point. Kids don't like to feel different. Mm-mm. They want to fit in. They don't want to get kicked out of the tribe. Right? And I had a trunk, and everyone had a duffel bag. <laughs> Mortifying. Yeah, you wanted a duffel bag. But you were able to pack way more stuff, though, right? You know, I'm not going to lie. A trunk is very handy if you need to bring <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> Are you crying, Olivia? No. <laughs> <laughs> feels really bad about that poor little Rachel. I know. No, I'm having a full-blown allergy attack. I see right that now. in Sorry. your face. Yeah, it was really sad embarrassing but i wonder if you know and this is what i trip out on on perspective because i wonder if there was other little girls there that were like that sucks i didn't get a trunk you know and thought you were so super special or cool because you had a trunk and here you were wanting a duffel bag right i'm sure there were some girls that wanted a trunk yeah they were probably like why didn't i get a Trunk. I don't know, if someone showed up to camp with a trunk, I, it's like the rich kid coming to camp with his trunk. So embarrassing. And we were not rich. Like, this was not, it was just my dad being my dad. That's what you do. You take a trunk to camp. <laughs> <laughs> Have you talked about this to him recently? No, but I should. It's his birthday tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to call him and be like, remember yeah. when you... <laughs> what kind of trunk was it? Can you... It was like paint the a, picture. I did. It was turquoise and gold hardware, mm -hmm. but it was enormous and like a proper trunk, like treasure chest trunk. Did you like decorate it at all and no. bedazzle it or no, I don't remember that much. Hmm. Anyway, so I only went to sleep boy camp once and never again. Because of the trunk. Probably traumatized by the trunk. What kind of uh sleepaway camp was it? Do you remember? I said I think it was horseback riding. Oh, oh. She's spicy. Well, I said it already. I said both things Rob asked me, so he's not yes. listening to me. I'm not. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Literally two things that I already went over. <laughs> and who told you to bring the trunk? Was your mom or your dad? <laughs> uh, I kinked my neck. Weird. How'd you do that? Are you crying, Olivia? I'm crying. I am kinked my neck. I'm not okay. She's, like, still living a double life. Always. I know nothing about her. <laughs> yeah, you two are still fighting a week later. Yep. Yeah. I'm still angry. Yeah. I am, too. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about how it made each of you feel? I think that's that's the way to go, right? How did it make you feel when... When Rachel left? Yeah. It made me feel abandoned. Excuse me? Yeah. You abandoned me. It made you feel abandoned? Yeah. Here, Olivia is going, buying homes without me knowing, going on trips without me knowing, but she feels abandoned or and she Rachel, knows my Rachel, every Rachel. move. We're, we're talking about Olivia's feelings right now, not <laughs> yours yet. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. 
I'm not doing one, this. One, one oh, at a time. You know what? Hold on. Let me read. And by the way, I'm not going on trips without you knowing. You knew about all my trips. I did not know about this upcoming yeah, trip. Did. No, Portland? I did not. I did not. Let me read you guys something that I saw on Instagram. I love that feeling when you talk stuff out with someone and you both become aware that neither of you were wrong. You just saw the scenario differently. Talking really should be about seeing things from their perspective rather than the need to be right. And I said, I don't think I can get behind this. <laughs> I need to be right. Who would you say that to? I didn't. I was going to post it, but I haven't. Maybe I will. See? I have it saved. <laughs> but you can't be right if you argue with me. Any Hulehauser. We actually don't argue. No, we don't. Much at all, if ever. No. We don't argue, but I feel weird, like, not knowing any of these big life things that are happening. I'm still not over it. Well, I think she's feeling a little abandoned, so she's <laughs> putting her guard up. That's right, Rob. That's and it. And keeping some of those things away from you as a retaliation for her She's mad at she me does. for many yeah, who reasons. Are you, who are you going to bring to the concert with you? <laughs> We're on this again? I'll, I'll buy as many houses <laughs> you know me. So you're you're excluding her for information on the house was intentional because you were salty. She's mad at yeah, me it was, for like it was me putting my wall up. She is. She has a was wall up with me because of many things in my life. <laughs> Look what at her are, face. What are those things? Look at her face. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's not lying. <laughs> she is. She's she's actually abandoning me. <laughs> okay, let's name let's name the walls. What are the causes of each of the walls? All I can think of is the Kings of Leon song. When the walls come down. Doesn't it sound like it? Lou, I loved seeing a comment today. There was like, I love that Olivia remembers like what was it? Like Rachel with all of Rachel's memories and Rachel doesn't or something. It was like a comment that like you remember your memories? Yeah. For me. I do. You're really trying to change the subject here. Yeah. She's trying to get back into my heart. No. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> you don't want back in? You're being, you're weird. I'm weird? You're doing these things and you're shutting me out and I've done nothing. All right, let's <laughs> talk about the walls. What are these walls, Rachel? Go ahead, Rachel. What are the walls? She doesn't like because I've been gone for so long. I don't. Mm -hmm. What else? I don't. And then I'm going on another trip from here. Yeah, I don't like that. Yep. That's not really great and... for me either. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no more. That's all. Is there anything that you want to say to Olivia, Rachel? No, she's looking. She's still looking at houses and she doesn't send me the listings. That is like straight to the heart. Well, Rachel, she's doing that because you've heard her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to move to Westlake, too, and then someone said somewhere else, and they're like, she won't do that. It's too far from Rachel. Who said that? And I, my brother. I love and David. Jeff. And Jeff's like, oh, she won't do it. It's too far from Rachel. And I was like, you guys, Westlake is far from Rachel. <laughs> like, you're, you know... Just come home. Oh, wait, they're mad, though? Yeah, they're mad. You're part of her life decisions, and you're not including her in yours. Is Thank what's you. happening. Yeah. So Rachel, is it, there's nothing you want to you want to say? No. Guys, I feel picked on. I feel attacked. 
Nobody's picking on you. Natalie's grandma keeps sending me Facebook messages with videos. <laughs> Saying what? Which I thought, I thought she had just gotten hacked because she sent me like Jesus videos. And oh. <laughs> turns out she's gotten really into using her phone. <laughs> and this is, these are, into, and I don't, I don't have like a relationship with her grandma. You don't? And she's sending Not you really. random videos? Yeah, I don't know if she's just assuming it's like, to us collectively. Is she real into Jesus? Yes. She was the one that at our wedding ceremony, we saw a video of her like praying and doing like. Aw. What's the messaging though behind the videos she's sending? She doesn't send anything other than just video after video. Um, this one's about eggs. This one, incredible moment, a three-year-old Russian drummer led an orchestra. That's dope. See, that's past life shit right there. <laughs> uh, nine mm -hmm. reasons why there's no other country like Philippines in the world. <laughs> we all need to know this information. You know what information we really need to know that we skipped over last week? Hmm. Morning prayer. I got two morning prayers. <laughs> Have you received your transitional glasses? No, I'm waiting. And I've brought this up to other people. Yeah. Saying that the two of you bullied me because you thought they weren't cool. <laughs> and the feedback from these other people were, I know some real cool people with transitional glasses. Aren't trends like resetting to the 90s right now, though? It's like all the baggy pants and clothes and transitional lenses. What if Rob, what if we got Rob a hypercolor shirt? <laughs> Remember hypercolor? I'm going to be like Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that just flip up. Yeah. From um, different world. Yeah, different world. That's lost on a lot of people. We're old. <laughs> That's amazing. You're transitional. Oh, God. So you're, you're going to keep them? I haven't tried them on yet. I'm going to see what it feels like. I'm going to... I have 30 days. Wait, do you have them in your possession? No. Oh. I would be wearing them. <laughs> I can't wait. I just want to walk outside with you. You might just be like, you know what, that girl... She's got dialed in. She doesn't even need to change her glasses. <laughs> oh, you know? my God. I'm going to die. I love it. Do you miss drinking, Rob? Um, No, not really, no. I got drunk, you guys. I don't drink. You know this. That's true. And it takes one drink. I got legitimately drunk. We went to a cidery, and it was like a tasting flight. And I basically drank all of them. Like, I was spinning. At night. Ooh. Did you get hungover? A wee bit. Not too bad, you know? But I definitely was struggling a little bit. I was like, oh, no. I could not do it. I, like, I got home. I was, like, laying, and I was like, ugh. Did you call anyone inappropriately or do anything embarrassing? Um, I wouldn't call inappropriate. I definitely called people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> FaceTime. <laughs> oh, man. I did enjoy it. I do enjoy a hard cider. Now I'm the drinker of the bunch, and I don't drink. Yeah. I might go to Joshua Tree. What? What are you going to do? What does a day in Joshua Tree look like for Rob? I go hiking. By yourself? No, I'll have someone come with me and I go myself. You go hike? But what do you do? You got like bouldering and stuff. You even have been to Joshua Tree? Yeah, I have. Like, but I'm just curious. in the desert? Yes. But you boulder and then yeah. do you listen to music? Like what? 
are you talking? Like you're having conversations with these people you're going with? Yeah, if I'm with someone, yeah. There's <laughs> there's conversations happening. Do you do a sound bath or eat mushrooms no, or No, anything? my my friends are playing um Pappy and Harriet. Oh, that's out fun. There on Saturday night. So. That's fun. That's really fun. You just love going to see music. I'm going to I mean, these are all just going to see friends. It's my like Yeah, but still there are people that like really like to go see live music and go to concerts. That's Rob. It's Rob. It's Josh. Like, there's people. Yep. It's my dad. Like, there's just certain people that really yep. thrive off of that. I'm not one of those people. Clearly. Are you, Lou? I used to be, mm. but not as much anymore. Mm. I used to definitely be when I drank, but right. I feel like that changed when I stopped. Interesting. I loved going to Springsteen concerts. Those were always fun. Jeff likes to go to, if it was up to him, we'd be going to shows. Right. What's the best concert you've ever been to, you guys? I can't say it's the best concert I've ever been to, but there's a moment in my life where I had the most profound experience at a concert. Do tell. I was at Lollapalooza, Mm. and there was a bunch of bands. I saw a band that I had never seen before called Tool. And I remember not like caring to see Tool at all because I'm like, I don't even know their music, whatever, whatever. I was standing there and there were so many people, like so many people, and you could hear a pin drop. Everyone was absolutely mesmerized, standing still, watching. And it was the most compelling live show I've ever seen to this day in my life. Tool? You know that, Why yeah. Can't We Be Sober? You know that song? No, I just know. Why like, can't we not be sober? Aren't they like hard metal? Yeah. Wow. I kid you not, the most captivating live show I've ever seen in my life. Wow. All right. It was like they had the whole entire audience under hypnosis. And after that, I became a huge fan. Of Tool? Yes. Tool's the shit, dude. Tool is a really, 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 really good band. It's not like... I've never heard you talk about Tool. You've heard me sing that song before. Yeah, I guess so. Do you know who Tool is? Yes. But do you know their music? No. See, that's the problem. I didn't either. Do you even know who they are, Rob? Yeah, I know Tool. Okay. Not not particularly a fan, but... I wasn't either. I'm telling you... After watching that show, and he was wearing like a bustier. Who are you like, with? It, you sure this was Tool? <laughs> positive. Yeah, he would dress very like um, effeminate. What is androgynous? Mm. And he was wearing like a bustier, but was still really masculine and like just sick. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like nothing I'd ever seen. Hmm. And that metal, like the donner, donner. Who are you with, Lou? I don't remember. I used to go to Lollapalooza a lot. I could see that. My brother would go. This was 1993? Yeah. This photo I just sent you is what he Let's was wearing. See. Is he wearing a bustier? I I may be confused at what that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's see a onesie. It. No, that's not what he was wearing. Well, that's a photo from 1993 Lollapalooza. Well, he might have changed each day. Wow, that was actually shocking. Yeah, you never know what gets someone's goat. What about you, Rob? 
it'd be hard for me to pick a favorite, but I am going to see Sigaros with a 41-piece orchestra Ooh. next month. That's You're going to cool. go next month at the Greek? Yeah, it's in August. That's cool. I like that, that cool. kind of stuff. Radiohead was epic. Radiohead's probably been yeah. one of the best shows I've seen. Yeah. I agree. What about you, Rachel? What, best concert? Yeah. As a young kid, Forever Your Girl, Paula Abdul, was pretty epic. But, I mean, Springsteen really puts on a show. I'm not going to lie. My dad, my dad's a huge Springsteen fan. So I grew up always Springsteen. I love Springsteen. And we would go. I've been to many concerts because of my dad. And it's just a pretty epic show. I think that was one of the things we first bonded over. Yeah, because you loved I'm on Fire. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved Springsteen. And you were like, I love Springsteen. we bonded over that. And yeah. we were both like little girls that loved Springsteen. Yeah. I remember Josh Schwartz, one of the first things he said about me. They're like, what's something that nobody knows about Rachel? He's like, she loves Springsteen. <laughs> that was his takeaway. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yep. The boss. It's true. Yep. Very true. It's true. Do you like Springsteen, Rob? Eh. He doesn't know. No. I know who Springsteen is also, and I know his music enough, but never never my thing. Hmm. You need a little Nebraska. Mm. What about like do you like Billy Joel, Elton John, any of those classic Elton John I can get a little more behind. Oh. Hmm. I was I was never really a Billy Joel myself. I was a huge Billy Joel and Elton John. Sting was a good concert. Oh, that would be a good concert. Mm-hmm. We would go to shows, but not big ones. I think, Rachel, do you want to take us out with an apology? For what? An apology <laughs> to your, for to your what? your best friend? An apology for what? She knows everything that goes on with me. I know nothing this week. Two weeks. Just apologize. For what? For leaving. <laughs> for your actions... Making her feel that way. Yeah. So many actions. I'm not saying that you should be remorseful that you took a trip this summer. But you can feel bad that she is reacting this way to your trip. She doesn't like me to leave. Mm-mm. Well, you're leaving. But that's because you're not going to be here. You should apologize and tell her how much she means to you. And then she'll start telling you about all the houses she's looking at. It just feels what? It feels really weird that she didn't even tell me she was like actively looking at these like something is off there i was putting a wall over my heart you have a wall over your heart i had to put a wall over my heart wait because not because of my travels but because of other things (laughs) (laughs) any hewell hauser thanks for listening to our therapy session everybody i don't think we got anywhere but i don't think we did either well how about this what do you guys believe that when you have a resentment you have a part Hmm. that you're contributing to the resentment in some way shape or form like if you have a resentment you have a part and in order to let go of the resentment you got to find your part and just take responsibility for that well i think if you have a resentment it's probably being triggered by something of your own right so yeah right I i would say that you're contributing that, that you're more sensitive. Like there's some projection and resentment. Mm-hmm. So like if you're mad at me for looking at houses, what's your part? 
<laughs> and if you're mad at her for going on trips, and what's your part? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are both so stubborn. We are. We're great, though. We're great. We're great. We've just been apart for too long. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to plan a trip together. Just yeah. the two of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can miss your kids' first day of school, right? I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So many trips. All right, guys. It's been real. <laughs>